Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merit Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Until now, this is the last section of this financial stuff, the last thing, unless my audience screams more, 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 we won't be doing this come Monday. How many of you have been excited to learn about finances the way we've been doing it, right? Because they don't teach this. They do not teach this and because money doesn't exist. But the way finances work and how to get there is a blessing. So let's start off moving to how do I speed all this up? If you're looking for a title, this is your title right here. Antonio, man, you've dominated for 19 sessions or whatever it is. Now, how I speed all this up? Number one, save more money. It is what it is. Now, listen to me. Because someone's going to say, I'm not in a position to save money. I respect that. Not even going to say that to you. I'm not going to tell you you should. That's not my conversation. That's not my battle to fight. What I am telling you is, if it keeps coming back up with all the principles, receive it. Is this fair? Now, if you can't save more money, and I respect that, You need me now more than ever. But everything else I'm going to say next. Everybody got me so far? Yes? If you don't know my teaching style, if I slow down, that means I'm saying something very important because I'm pretty much quick with my words and out there. Okay? Need me now more than ever if that's the case. Now, let's go. So number one is you obviously want to save more money. I'll break it down in a second. Let me give you a statement first. All of you need to become owners or investors. You can no longer be a consumer. Well, Antonio, I own a business. If your business forces you to be a consumer to another industry just so you can make money, you're a consumer. Oh, I just, oh, oh, all right. Antonio, I'm a wedding planner. Okay, do you consistently have to go rent curtains and something and something? Or we got some people own construction company. Is your construction company set up in a way in which you do not spend money over here in this and you can't make money? If that's the case, you're a consumer. Antonio, I'm a consultant. Okay, is your consultant agency, whatever you're doing, predicated on spending money on ads. If that's the case, you're a consumer. doesn't matter how much of a business owner you are. Oh, well, but I'm not spending that much on ads. I make more money than I spend. Good job. I'm not talking to you. 
right? That's not that's not for you. <laughs> but if you make less than what you're spending, you're a consumer. So you need to get out of consumerness as a human. You also need to get out of consumer being a business owner. Just understood. In this case, with the explanation we gave you, self-employed, because you wouldn't be a business owner with the situation. Any questions so far? All right, Antonio, here's how I speed this up. Number one is you save more money. Number two, earn more money. This is where you come in. Monica, this conversation we was just having. Let me see. Let, let me hear from you, Monica. Let me see you. Flash your face, the pretty smile, and the blonde streak of hair. So, there you go. Let's see right here. All right, there. That's it. If you can't save it, make more. That's the conversation me and you was just having, right? Even though Monica has a big nest egg saved up for COVID-19, it's like, get your F, your nest egg, right? But instead of these fingers, it's the middle fingers. COVID-19 can't wait. Be like, get your money, right? And stuff like that. That big nest egg. How much did you have? How much did you have up saved, Monica? What's the most money you ever saved, max, that you want to share? That you just had it saved. In fact, let me, let, me, let me change the word from say to had access to. You can tap into at any time because you, you, you actually way better than most Americans. That's for sure. This is a while back, but like a long time, about over a year ago. Um, but I think that I just had just set aside about 180, 190. So she had $190,000 set aside plus had access to some other stuff you see and it? then i i made a mistake and closed on two houses right before covid rolled out so they had vacant homes and mortgages due on two vacant homes for about four months so i've, I've lost a lot of money through covid there you go see it and i'm gonna cut i'm gonna touch that all right now how many of y'all a year ago would like to have a hundred she said a long time ago so how many of you was like Shit, i would love to have <laughs> exactly so this is monica monica is uh, Grace is superstar, and together Monica and Grace are taking this company to new heights, new ventures, new everything. Monica wants her hundred ninety thousand dollars back, don't she? Is that am, am I am I speaking for you properly, Monica? Is this is this fair? I want it back. Yep. <laughs> All right then. Now, should Monica save more? No, because Monica's using her savings. Ah, uh, let me. All right, I'm not talking about Monica. I'm talking about y'all. So just move her out the way. If you're using your savings, then the advice of save more tips in the income don't work. How many of you literally heard me say save tips in your income, but they don't work for you because you're using your savings? That's right. You ain't got to admit it, but you know what I'm talking about. You know, y'all out there, right? So earn more. Every solution to your solutions is earn more money. I nearly want to say this and end the whole session. I just got much more to say. I want y'all to listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me well. Satish, if you got a problem, money can solve it. <laughs> Antonio, money's not everything. I beg to differ. Okay? Because if you had enough money and you need an organ transplant, you can bribe somebody to get to the top of that list. Am I telling you to do that? No, that's extremely unethical, and that's wrong of you. And you just killed somebody because you got money. But that's not the point I'm making here. Do you understand? I'm telling you that the way...
way they got capitalism and the way you exist in it set up, money solves your problem. All right. I don't have everybody convinced, Monica. How many of you have problems right now, but if you had a million dollars, most of those problems, if not all, would go away? Come on. Flash your camera. Raise your hands. Come on. Give it to me. I need, I need full participation. I want to. All right. You see it? Just give me a million dollars. I ain't got no more problems. Even that sorry man, uh, you can go. I'll buy me a better one. Okay, you know what I'm saying? All right, there you go. Give me a million dollars. I ain't got no more problems. So money is a big deal. It is. It just is. Number one, if you're trying to speed up everything I taught you, number one, save more money. Antonio, but I'm using my savings. No worries. Make more money. You understand what I'm saying? Make more money. You got me? All right. I tell you what, this is what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to sit back. Go pour some wine. Go smoke your marijuana. Whatever it is that you do to put yourself in the proper vibration so you can receive the last day of this message, I need you to go do it. <laughs> Steve said, I wish. Right, you get your scotch, you got to do whatever you got to do. Whatever you can do in the middle of the day, go do it. Get a foot rub. Do something. And I need you paying attention. The third thing you're going to do is you need to reduce all fees and taxes. This is the killer of the middle class. Reduce all fees and taxes. If you have a credit card company, how many of y'all got credit cards? Let me pull them on this again. Who's got credit cards? Okay, one. Anybody else? Two. Okay, Charmone. Three. Steve. Okay, okay. Anybody else? Anybody else got credit cards? Nobody? Nobody? More? Okay. I know Corey does. Corey has credit cards. Not using them, but I know he's got them. Okay. So I want y'all to do. I want you right after this call, call and say, I want a better interest rate. Did, did they cut my mic off, Grace? No, seriously. Call and say, I want a better interest rate. If you want to make more money, you just call. You literally call Shaker and you say, hey, I've been, yes, this is possible. This is absolutely possible. You call and you say, hey, I just realized I've been a value customer and I keep getting offer letters for people want me to move. Is there any way that you can give me a lower interest rate so I can continue to be a customer? And then I say, let me go see. And then be quiet and let them go see. Who did I just, did I just help somebody? Is this, is, is this not helpful? Is, I, I feel it's helpful. Maybe it's not helpful. You literally call. But not just that. I've done it. I sent Deanna to do it. I said, Deanna, here, here, act like, you know, act like my wife. I don't feel like talking on the phone. Go ahead. She got on the phone. Yes, uh, my husband, he wants a 10000 No, no, no. How, how do we do it? Do we say, do we give him a? No. He wants a credit increase. How much? As large as you can get it. Do that, y'all. Here's the reason why you're in the middle class. Because you pay too much fees and taxes. It's the only reason. Too many fees, too many taxes. Number four, get better returns. 
I'm teaching you how to speed this up. Jerron, you're being blessed right now because I didn't get this information when I was 20. You know the information I got when I was 20? What was that? Money, nothing at all. Blow your money on alcohol. That's what they taught me. I was I was literally at war at 21, so. <laughs> I joined the army at 18. We we would just taught we wouldn't taught anything. We would just a bunch of 18 year olds having a good time. Blowing money. In fact, if I was taught anything, uh man, man, spend that money, man. You know you're gonna get paid on the fifteenth. You know you pay on the first. That's because every first of the fifteenth, that's what everybody came around. Number, uh, hold on. So number four is get better returns. That means don't lose money. Risk a little money to make a lot. Diversify, never stop learning. Don't lose money. Risk a little money to make a lot. Diversify, never stop learning. Watch this here, Monica. If you can, if you can, turn your camera on one more again. I know you're doing push-ups and planks. You know what I'm saying? I, I know you're working out. Did me, you, Grace, and Deanna have a conversation about risking a little money to make a lot? Yes, we did. We just orchestrated a plan to risk a little money to make a lot. Do you understand? Antonio, how are you going to do that? We're going to risk, I don't, I don't even remember no more. I'll just make up a number. $20,000 to get to $100,000. That's a good day every day. Actually, well, that's all I'm going to tell you for right now. You got it? All right, good stuff. Thank you, Monica. I appreciate it. You can cut your camera back off, do your, do your planks and stuff. Number five, change. Did you know that most great jobs are filled by backdoor introductions? Many of them are filled before the position is even publicly announced. Rumit Sethi, best-selling author of I Will Teach You to Be Rich, has spent the last 10 years teaching thousands of people how to find and win these dream jobs, and he can show you too. Have you ever wondered how do you find unannounced jobs before they ever go public? How does recruiting work at top companies like Google? And how can you use those strategies in your job search? Now you can craft a career tailored just for you because the best careers are intentional and the best job searches follow a system. This used to be hidden behind closed doors until now. Ramit Sethi will teach you some counterintuitive lessons he learned from teaching people how to find great jobs for over 10 plus years. How many people are underpaid, often by $10,000. How the job market has changed and lots more jobs going remote. This gives you more options, but it also means you have to compete with a lot more people. And that there are three seasons for jobs, growth, lifestyle, and reinvention. Some things haven't changed. It's hard to find out how the most successful careers are actually built unless you have an inside scoop. Find Your Dream Job is Remit's program that teaches people how to find and land the job of their dreams as well as negotiate for more pay and great perks like remote work. Proven over 10 years with thousands of students, Find Your Dream Job is a comprehensive system that works no matter what your career goals are. Want to make more money, change industries, work from home, get a promotion, or improve your work-life balance? Find Your Dream Job will show you exactly how to do it. Sign up for more information at i 
IWT.com slash podcast DJ. Again, that's IWT.com slash podcast DJ. Your lifestyle. I want y'all to hear this very well. Shaker, Satish, and maybe other Satish. If you can, get close to your volume so you can hear me or cut your camera off. Just for a second, you can cut it back off. Just for a second, you can cut it back off. All right, y'all ready? All right, there you go. I see you. All right. Antonio, why are you so invested in India? Okay. Change your lifestyle. America is expensive. India costs 66% less to live in. Rewind, press play. Everybody missed it. Everybody missed it, Grace. The first thing, what I said right before that, Pam Norris, was get better returns. What I said right before that was reduce your expenses. And when you put reduce your expenses and get better returns together, it basically says take all that American money, uproot, and chill in India for a while. It's basically what that says. That's exactly what it says. I was like, oh, well, they're off. We're moving to India. All right. Love it. That's it. Do you get it? Like, Pam gets it. Like, move my company to India. That makes sense. Hello. Right. Get American money and have Ice Buddy manufacturing all over. Amen to that. Why do you think so many wealthy people? Have Cayman Island Bank account. Anyway, I'm going to tell you how to do it. I'm just letting you know. I won't tell on everybody. But do you understand what I'm saying? Does this make some sense? All right. This is why India and Ghana at the top of my list. I'm literally interviewing both of these countries going, which one of y'all want my money? You understand? Where you lead, I follow. You understand. Because you know, I have no intentions on laying my head down in America for too much longer. You understand? And I'm fantastic American. I just like reducing my money and my expenses to say and multiplying it. Antonio, you're not a patriot. I'm rich. You ain't bother me. It's why the call centers are in India. These are real numbers. Like, look it up yourself. It costs 66% less to live in India. It costs 6% more to leave America and go to Sweden. Everyone, everyone wants to go to Sweden. But Sweden costs 6% more than America. Sixty-six plus six, Grace, is still 72, right? 72. That means if you leave India to go to Sweden, you're spending 72%. More money. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Now that we got that understood, everybody okay? Everybody okay? I want all of you to write down income is my only goal. Income is my only goal. Then I want you to write this down right next to that or under it. And it needs to be stronger than what I just said. 
income over assets. Let me explain. Here, this little tempest. That's her right there. Okay? Now, she has climbed up the mountaintop of success. Now, she is working on climbing down the mountaintop of success. You understand? Up is where you do all the hard work. She's done the hard work because whether she works or not, this company will still take care of her. So now she can afford to go do other stuff according to her own liking. Let me just pause that for a second and let all of y'all receive that. When you can actually go chase your own dreams without judgment, you are mastering your life. Don't let nobody tell you anything different. That's a fact. Do you understand? When you can go live your dreams to your calling, on your purpose, to your time frame, because you feel like it. Doesn't matter if that feeling comes from you got to prove something or not. You're living better than most people on planet Earth. Because most people on planet Earth are not living their dreams. And they got to ask somebody if they have permission to be successful. All right. Now, the problem with coming up the financial freedom ladder is y'all been taught assets. That how you spell grace? That how you spell assets, Grace? Yes. It looks funny. All right. I'm going to teach you. This is assets. Let me just fast forward real quick. But you need income producing assets. So every time y'all hear me talking, I say this, I'm just skipping you over here. Let me show you the difference. How many of you since COVID-19 crisis have seen all sorts of billionaires and millionaires complain and lay people off? By show of hands, please. Yep. Yep. Trash. How you gonna be a complaining billionaire? Get the. F don't get me started. I apologize. I don't get me started. You can't. But you can't be. You can't be no complaining millionaire. Man, sit down somewhere. Anyway. Now, it is because yachts don't make money. What's this, what, I told you I'd give my two. I said you give me two sentences. Someone unmute your mic and tell me the sentences I just told you to write down. Both of them have something to do with income. Income over assets, and what you need are income producing assets. Income should be your only goal. Facts. Let me tell you why. It's one thing to build ice, buddy. This is what Pam Norris has done. She took ice, buddy, here. Actually, you can even say she took Ice Buddy here, peak of the mountain, okay? The problem is now you got to come down the mountain. That doesn't mean come down levels. That doesn't mean 
go down to poverty. It doesn't even mean go to the valley. What it means is, Ice Buddy, you better run me some money. That's what it means. I built you. Now I'm supposed to ski. Is this making sense to you? Who goes to a ski resort, spend all that time burning your thighs to climb up the mountain to go, I don't want to ski no more? No. I came up here to ski. Do you understand what I'm saying? You, give me, you don't go to an amusement park, look at the rides, and go, all right, we spent all this money for tickets. Let's just go home now. You're not going to do no rides? No, 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 no. No. On every journey of prosperity, you need to go down the mountain so you can enjoy. This means that while assets may get you here, if they're not income producing, you're going to be a complaining billionaire or a millionaire. That's why everybody else was laying off and I was not. Because from jump, Grace, I ain't, you ain't never known me to do anything but this. You don't even know an Antonio that don't focus on this. You ain't never had a conversation. I, you be talking about glitter, and I be saying, all right, income producing assets, Grace. You be like, what you talking about, man? I be talking about glitter right now. I just bring this up in every conversation as much as I can. Here's the point. Tempest climbs up the mountain. Now Tempest says, mountain, you're going to pay me for my climb. Help me, somebody. All right. Are you, are, you, are you tired or are you just really listening? Is, is that what it is? Are you just really listening? I'm listening. All I'm right, good. We're listening. If you apply for a high-paying job, you need to say job. If you apply for an entry-paying job, you need to say job. That's part of the mountain. But I'm going to position myself for you to pay me for my effort, which is income-producing assets. No matter what you're in, you must get to absolute freedom, which is a bunch of money, and then have that money keep coming back to you greatly. All right, let me look at this. <laughs> Tempest said kindly. Charmone said, really listening. Pay me for my energy. What you told me the other day. Amen. Listening intensely. Good stuff. All right, let's keep going. Well, let me make sure we stress that because I can't really build on top of anything else without y'all getting that. When I do something, Tempest say, I bought a house. But if you can't ski on this side of that house, then don't buy that house. Am I making sense? Ooh, man, I just bought a business. If that business ain't going to let you ski from the, 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 the harvest of that business, don't buy that business. Would you date a man with potential only? Oh, no, Michelle, listen, if you go to work, and I'm telling you, I'm going to get my stuff together soon. And when I get my stuff together, okay, all right, then, that's how we make our financial decisions. All right? <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we make our financial decisions. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. <laughs> Fair enough, said we need to tell our daughters this. Yes, go ahead, Michelle. Topic of these five. I'm sorry, I had to step away. I ain't tripping. 
I skipped to a different section. The first section was how do I speed all this up, Antonio? That was the five. And in that five, I gave you a few things. I'll go ahead and copy and paste them now. It, just in case you had to walk away. All right, you get, you get, I ain't tripping. They might have typos in there because I just be talking. I just be jotting stuff down to say. I ain't worried about it. You, you ain't supposed to see my notes. So I, I don't capitalize. I just put it down, Shaker. Go ahead, Michelle. How do I speed up my income? Yes, because everything I've been, this is the last class. So Antonio, you done blew my mind with all this stuff. I like it. Now, how do I do this 40-year plan in, in four months, four years? How many of you want your money right now? Amen. That's what I'm talking about. This, this is for you then. This is for you. I want my money right now. Thank you. Give me my money now, sir. Now. All right. That's what this is. Then after that, I was just talking about income is the outcome is where I'm at right now. Income is the outcome. That if you're not focused on automatic income, you will stay in the middle class. If you buy a house and that house doesn't give you automatic income, someone trapped you to thinking you're doing well, but you're in the middle class. I need you to get that. Now, if you buy a house and someone else pays for it, you're in the wealthy class. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It just is what it is. <laughs> It just is what it is. Especially if that money keeps coming reoccurring, that means other people are paying down your debt. And after whatever time that that debt is amateurized, once you don't have no house note no more, that's your money, ain't it? All right. If I, let me put you in a different mindset. Who cares if the house I want costs $13 million if it ain't my money I'm spending it with? Did that make sense to you when I said it that way? I had a $50 million jet. I don't. Who cares if I got a $50 million jet? I don't. If my customers is paying for it, I don't get it cost $50 million. But it's not enough to have the jet if you don't have the income to support the jet. Got me? All right. Now, let's keep going. When it is time to enjoy your money, it's not the assets that are important. It's the income. And that's what I've been saying the whole time. That's what I've been saying the whole time. Monica, it is not enough to make it. When it's time for you to enjoy it, the only thing that would matter is income. Everybody listen to me. If you following somebody that is not talking to you about automatic income, Go follow somebody else. That's a bold statement, but I mean every word of it. Some of y'all mentors, at least online mentors, they're not talking about automatic money. To be honest, you know how many broke millionaires I know? I know uh, way too many. This is why they always selling stuff. Go ahead, Shake. There's such a thing called broke millionaires. Oh my God. Most of them are. Us. Most you're right. And COVID has exposed all of them. Most of them are. 
most of the millionaires that y'all like and adore. Oh no, you know, you know, I actually get no example because you know the people I'm talking about because you be with me all the dog on time. <laughs> it's, it's being petty. <laughs> the paper rich Maurice is exactly right. Oh, you're a million. There is a difference between a million dollar brand and a million dollars. Do you understand? All right, let me show y'all something. Let's say Shaker says, Antonio, I just want to give you a $5,000 donation. You know what Antonio's going to try to do with that $5,000? Flip it to $20,000 a month automatically. Listen to the different thoughts and process. Antonio, where do you get 20000 from? Because I just figured if he gave me 5000 I just need to multiply it by four. It's 25% of what I need. Ah, oh, I thought I was helping y'all. Okay, let's do it again. For every dollar he gave me, I'm going to multiply by four. You understand what I'm saying, Pam Norris? That just is what it is. All right, cool. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm making that happen. It's, it, that's how it's going down. I'm, excuse me, I'm, I'm adding by four. I'm going to add four to it, which makes it five. All right, so basically, he gave me 5000 no, no, I'm, I'm multiplying by four. He gave me 5000 I'm going for 20000 But I'm not going for 20000 once. That's what everybody else do. Actually, no, I'm lying. He gives me 5000 then I'm going to use 5000 to make myself look good. That's what everybody else does. Very few people then take that 5000 and then flip it to 20000 That ain't what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, Grace, unmute your mic for me. I'm trying to take 5000 and then flip it to 20000 a month. And 20000 times 12, is that still a lot of money, Grace? Can you give me the math on that? You know, I'm simple. 20000 140000 I'm trying to take your $5,000 donation to 244000 Can y'all see the difference in thinking? And you can't do that without a product. You can't do it without recurring. The point is, when you make the money, now you got to enjoy it. Am I pressing this home? We have a full understanding. Because all I'm doing, y'all, is slowing down. Because what I'm about to take you is way too much information. I need you to have this in you. Have y'all noticed the whole time I've been teaching from day one since you asked me to do this, it has literally built on top of itself. I don't know how to think any other way. I just don't know how to do it. My brain just doesn't align itself that way. All right? Let's keep going. So someone says, well, Antonio, my name is Steve. I'm over 55. My name is Susan. I'm over 55. What should I do? Or Deanna says, well, what about my dad? My dad just retired. How can I help him? Who wants to know that information? How can I help me after 55? Or how can I help my grandmother or somebody like that? All right. So I'm specifically talking to Pam Norris, Steve, Susan, and there was one more person. Oh, Satish. <laughs> Satish said, don't leave me out. And Shaker. All right. It's called annuities. Annuities. If you don't know what annuity is, let me get. Maybe you do. I know you heard of it. Let me just give it. Let me. Can I give you the Antonio Smith definition if you don't mind? 
because I like, you know, I, I like making stuff simple because I went to public schools. Just let me make it simple. An annuity is a risk management tool. It is not an investment tool. Risk management tool, not investment. It's a risk management tool, not an investment tool. All right, raise your emojis, flash something, do something. I need to make sure y'all got that. I can't move on without this. If you filed for bankruptcy, if you're thinking about filing for bankruptcy, if you owed or want to be owed or got somebody owed or seasoned or whatever words you want to say, I need you to hear what I'm getting ready to say because I'm about to bless these socks off. Off it. All right, good. An annuity is a risk management tool. It is not an investment tool. So, Antonio, well, can you break it down for us? I'm glad that you asked me to break it down. Essentially, it is a simple agreement between an insurance company and you. What does that mean? That means Tempest is going to write a big check to the company. She's going to give them $500,000 of her IRA or something like that. Right. She's worked for teacher retirement for so long. $120,000. The company, the insurance company says, well, Tempest, this is what we'll do. We're going to give you a higher rate of return on your money that you gave us. And every month we'll cut you a check. Let's see. Where the bank would give you I don't know, shucks. Two percent interest? Nah, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not even. Eh, it's probably less than two percent, but two percent interest. We're going to, well, the bank would pay you a five hundred thousand dollars, five hundred dollars a month. We're going to give you a five thousand dollar a month check. This is what the this is what the annuity does. This is your paycheck every month. And then Grace says, "Well, Tempus, ask them how much it lasts." Oh no. This never runs out. This will last until you die. Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Look at that. See that? Now, if y'all looking, all my folk, my cultured, my black folk, this first time y'all hearing this, ain't it, for the most part? Because we don't talk like this. We don't have access to this information. You understand? You should have saw both Michelle and Grace was like, did you just teach something? Right? <laughs> yeah, this money is yours to death. So now, the, so now the, Grace goes, not nah, Tempest, Tempest, hold on. Let me, can I talk to you over here? I think they lied to death. What happens if you wind up spending more than the money you gave them? Ask them, ask them. And Tempest says, right, I got a question. What happens if I spend more money, if I live longer, than the money I gave you. I oh, don't worry about it. We're still going to pay you. What? Yes. That's a real thing. It's called an annuity. It's not an investment tool. It's a risk management tool. Now you know what risk management means? It means, Michelle, I got you till death. Now go on, relax. You got automatic money. I dealt with the risk of you not being financially stable. We got you. Now relax. You're going to deal with somebody else. I ain't go. I'm de-risking your life. As many people you know on annuities, they worked hard, they went in agreement with an insurance company, the insurance company say we would give you, and listen, annuities would pay out far higher, and it's your paycheck every month. 
You ain't got to do nothing with it. It's yours. How many of you are excited about that information? Till death. Right? No matter what. Until you die. Now, there's pros and cons. Let me give you the cons first. Let me give you the pros first. Actually, let me give you the cons first. Right, let me give you the pros first. The pro is, you give them a lump sum of money, and in return, they pay your income until the day you die. Annuities pay a steady income, and it's higher than what you can expect from any fixed security or anything like that. You will have, and y'all love this, because all y'all come out the E-Quadrant, you will have guaranteed income until the day you die. My favorite part, you cannot outlive this income. Cons. A guarantee is never better than the guarantor. I'll break that down. So basically, if you're going to go into the agreement with annuities, you might want to pay them notice because you got a little money, you got some let's say You might want to get you like four or five insurance companies to do this. Because if I'm writing your checks, even though you're guaranteed to receive them, you're never really more guaranteed to write the checks like me. Is that fair? If you play for the professional sports team, you're doing a good job. But if I'm still writing your check, I'm still better off than you. <laughs> you got to compare your stuff to them. You got me? All right, hold on real quick, Shaker. And then if you die early, you pretty much made a bad deal, so to speak. <laughs> this is why the income stream is so hot. Because essentially, the the insurance company is pooling all your money with everybody else's money and betting on the average mortality rate. All right, go ahead, shake it. So it offers the person monthly income better than any security can offer. What if during that time the person gets hospitalized or you know some sort of unfortunate accident? then does the person get covered by insurance or he or she will have to make do with that monthly income? No, you will still get your annuity. You will still get your money until death. You could be a vegetable. You could be in a coma for 15 years. They will pay you out every month. Okay. And if you get hospitalized, uh, will you be eligible to claim insurance? No. I'm not sure about the insurance part, I know you would be eligible to get your paycheck every month. And what you can do is say, if anything happens to me while I'm still alive, or you can have someone like a power attorney pick up your money. Or if it's direct deposit, you can have a shared bank account to where someone has an extra debit card, right? And then your, yeah, yeah, your children, something can be taken care of. Yeah, I think he's asking, like, does it function like health insurance? Is it paying you a health insurance? Which it's not. It's just sending you your money. That's right. That's all it's it, doing. It, it's not your health insurance. Uh -huh. um, the other thing is to with annuities, you, you just have to know that the money that you receive in your check is taxed at a regular tax rate, not as a capital gains. So it's and capital gains would normally be less. So it's you're getting an income that's being taxed like you just got a paycheck at, at yeah. a regular tax rate. You don't get any tax reduction on the monies that you receive. You'll pay taxes on that money. 
It's an income. <laughs> it's a, it, the name of the tax is called income tax. The reason why y'all pay more taxes than me, because I do not draw a salary from the ATSJR companies whatsoever. I don't draw a salary. 100% of my income has nothing to do with income. I get taxed differently. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that some of your faces. Like, yeah, I know. This is the tax strategies of the wealthy. I do not draw a salary. That would be income. Antonio, will you ever draw a salary? No, I don't want to. I would never draw a salary. Ooh, what money are you getting, Antonio? I'm getting the after-tax dollars. If my money has already been taxed, the government can't legally tax it again. You're going to have to teach a class on that. <laughs> I need to not to be taxed extra. Yeah, you're going to have to teach a class on that. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring in one of my CPA friends to do that for you. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's a good idea, actually. It is. It sure is, too. It sure is. I'll make a few phone calls. I sure will. Y'all understand? Go ahead, Pam Doris. Oh, okay. okay. I was just saying, line me up because you know, all mine's got to be um, after tax. Uh, I don't, I'm not paying tax twice. I doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Neither does it make sense for y'all to get a second job. Every time I hear a smart person with two jobs, I immediately know they're not smart. Because you already pay, if you got one job, you're paying taxes twice, before you get your money and when you spend your money. So if you get a second job, what's two times two, Grace? Four. Now, I, I know we are all patriots to our respective countries, but how many of you love your country so much that you are quadrupling the busy, biggest expense in your life? I ain't doing that. I'm not going to pay four times my business biggest expense. I don't know if you do that. All right, y'all got all this? I'm about to speed up. I'm taking you higher. Now, the cons. No, did I get you the cons? Oh, okay. I think I said, no, I gave you the cons. I gave you the cons. Good. There's a book called Happy Money, The Science of Smarter Spending. Happy Money, The Science of Smarter Spending. I got so many books up here, Shaker. So many. Three main lessons from this book. These are scientific proofs of how you can literally buy happiness. Okay? I just want to throw these out because y'all listening to me, you're actually going to start making a lot of money, so you, you probably want to start spending it in a way that keeps you very happy. Number one, invest in experiences. What does this mean? Travel or learn new experiences. Tempest spent... I don't know. 2011, Tempest spent nine years with me getting very little credit. That had nothing to do with me, by the way. Very little credit in a behind-the-scenes role. First five years, we went income-less. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? You got a dream. <laughs> 
came to us last week. Ahead with them so fast. <laughs> we was just putting money. We were putting our money in the company, and it was dying. So as we put it in there, but we kept saying, "But I know it's gonna work. Put some more in. But I know it's gonna work. Put some more in. It ain't working." <laughs> I think it was. I think it was five years, maybe six years. Thank you, Grace. Is it? Is it this red book right here? Let me see the science. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. The, I think it was like year six before we before we made our first dollar profit. I, and I don't mean like profit as in like a profitable year. I mean like we finally got a dollar that we could say, oh, this is profitable. But guess what? Tempest has to worry about nothing else ever again. She knows what company is going to pay for her schooling. She knows what company is going to pay for her dreams. Oh, y'all not hear me. She knows what company is paying off her house. She knows what company is paying off her cars. Because she built it. Why don't you just unmute your mics right now and clap for Tempest for no reason at all. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go, go, go and give her that energy. Get it, Temp. Yeah, girl. Built like that. You understand what I'm saying? Built like that. Now, what happens is you say, well, maybe I should go take my money and go travel. Tempest is not traveling. So guess what Tempest is doing? Taking her money and going learning new experiences. Experiences that benefit her and her alone. All right, let me use Tempest as an example. This time, I'm going to hurt some feelings when I say it this time. How many of you spent your whole life making other people live their dreams? Help me, somebody. Come on now. This, I, I See, I wouldn't try to do it, Pam. Norris. I got to go get them now. At this point, I got to go get them. Your whole life, because you were there, people got better. Who know what I'm talking about? Everybody can't say this. Just the tempests of this call can say this here. You, you understand. Like, they wouldn't even be where they are without you. Mm-hmm. Now she can afford to do that same love she gave to everybody else for herself. Am I making some sense here? I wish I had some more cameras on so I could see our faces. I, I, I'm trying to make some sense. Run around and shout if we were in church, sing and praise the Lord. <laughs> you understand? I'm just trying to say, right? So you want to spend your money. This is a scientific way. That was number one. Invest in experiences. If you're not going to travel, then go do, you know, cybersecurity, whatever stuff, Tempest stuff. Number two, buy time for yourself. I ain't even got to explain this because there's more women on this call and I think most of the women on this call is mothers, so I ain't even got to tell y'all the importance of having me time. If I got to tell a mother about me time, then I got the wrong crowd. You understand? <laughs> I ain't got to tell you at all. But seriously, you want to be able to buy back your time. That means spend your money in a manner in which you ain't got to do nothing. Y'all know I work hard by option. I don't have to work. I don't have to work hard at all. And pretty soon, I'm going to stop. 
I'm going to have Monica Grace and Deanna sending me reports. Uh, y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? All right, good, good. Where you at right now? Don't worry about where I'm at. Don't worry about where I'm at. Just know I'm drunk. And uh, I'm enjoying life, right? <laughs> Something, I don't know. I'm not working. Anyway, I don't know why. Every time I say that, people think I'm joking. I'm telling y'all, very soon, I am going to stop everything. We'll stop everything. I might just travel the world speaking to people as soon as, as, soon as we can shake hands again without COVID. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. Recap from now all the way to the, 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 the meeting three hours ago or something. Your job is to climb the mountain of financial freedom. In that climb, there's going to be five steps of financial freedom. What you want to do is get to absolute financial freedom. I talked about that at the 8 o'clock call. But once you get up that doggone mountain, your job is to de-escalate or, or, or spend that money. Don't just make the money. Spend the money. And that's downward phase, and that's everything I just covered so far. Now, what you want to do is you want to get to that peak a lot faster. Because I told you how to do it. Now, don't take 65 years to get there and retire at 65. I retired at 29 and then spent the next 10 years building one heck of a portfolio. And in about three years, I'm a super retired. I might start, I might become, I might become a monk and just sit off with a robe and achieve enlightenment while eating snails off the ground. As weird as that sounds, that ain't too far from my personality type. I'm an extremist, Monica. I'm either like all the way capitalist or I'm saying all the way capitalism is awful, right? <laughs> I don't really have an in-between. I'm either in the airplane or jumping out the airplane with a parachute. But either way, I'm on one of those extremes. <laughs> I'm I'm never the pilot. Never the pilot. Pilot is it's, it's too much of a job for me. I'm a passenger or I'm jumping out as a daredevil. I don't know no other way. All right, let's keep going. In rapid succession, I don't, I don't even know what to call this. What am I going to call this? Uh, me chasing Grant Cardone. Me chasing Grant Cardone. Me chasing Grant Cardone. That's a good. It's a good thing to tell you. Everything I'm about to tell you is personal. You understand? When you when I tell it to you, you're gonna hear all my personality typing this too. You also want to hear how my brain works. This is me chasing Grant Cardone. I ain't know who Grant Cardone was. Didn't even know. Him. Monica, I just bought a book one day because I only buy books to solve problems. This one book was called 10X. And I was like, well, that makes sense. I read the description. I was like, hmm, this might help. This was, this was the first year it came out. So this is long. So this was before the Grant Cardone is before the TEDx conferences. I read that book. I went, and the first chapter, I went, oh, holy, 
I cannot believe I'm reading this book. Like it, it was immediately understood. I fooled around and spent the best twenty dollars of my life, at least that year. Right? It was easily the best book I had read in 2013 or whatever year it was. Easily, easily. I read that book and my mind is blue. And so I said, "Who the hell is this guy?" And I started looking. Fox News and this TV, I don't know. I've never heard of him. Right? I'm starting looking at And he is all over the internet. I'm like, man, of course, as soon as I, you know, in pure Greg Cardone fashion, once I looked at him, then you start retargeting me, right? Because that's what Antonio would do to you if you look me up. So, so I get it, right? So I'm looking at all this stuff. And I go, but he got me messed up. This, I do everybody like this. Y'all have no idea how much I walk in the office and be like, Joe Lowson got me messed up. Did y'all see his post? It was amazing. I want to post right now. Why? Everybody be quiet. And I start writing the post like Joe Lowson. I do it all the time. Neil Donald Walsh. Like Joe Lowson, Neil Donald Walsh are like the most perfect people on planet Earth. And I'd be like, they got me messed up. Mm-mm. No, no, me too. Right? It's, I'm so competitive. It's just, it's, it's insane. And so I went, I'm fit. He got me messed up. So I said, well, who is out there? And immediately, I start saying, well, I'm going to go get his money. Now, I didn't mean his money. I meant his type of money, right? And this is, I thought about every lesson possible that I, I don't typically pursue Greg Cardone-ness anymore, but every lesson that I thought about, I put down. Because this is the best thing I could possibly tell you, which is why I saved it to the last day. Here we go in rapid succession. The biggest peop- the biggest mistake that I was making is my goals were too low. Too low. I'm probably going to go too fast. You might want to catch this. The biggest mistake I was making was my goals were too low. Then I recognized I didn't have enough effort. I had too much thinking. Not enough effort. Now, I'm, a, I'm an executioner. I execute. There was too much planning going on, Monica. All the damn plans. Man, get one plan go. I just had a meeting, an impromptu meeting with Monica, Grace, and Deanna. How long that meeting last, y'all? Five to ten. How many plans was on that board? One. And was it all detailed? No. It had enough details to say, this what we're going to do, this how we're going to do it, this what we need to do, this what we need to sell, this is it. Yep. It was like, simple. Now, we just need massive action. This what I'm going to spend, this what y'all going to do. I'm risking this, you risking energy. We agree? Everybody say, yep, boom. Is that not how I went, Monica, pretty much? Yeah. Chasing Grant Cardone taught me that. Man, stop all that goddamn going planning. Write this down, let's roll. Massive action. It was the first time I understood the principle of massive action. Everybody worry about conversion rates. Man, look. You can have a 50% conversion rate all you want to, but if you reach five people, and I reach 5,000 people at a 10% conversion rate, I'm still doing better than you. Easy. You got five, I got 500. What's up? I'm going to put you out of business. Next thing, 
I I realized. Well, I I already had this thing called chasing defining moments in my head, but I realized, man, what if I put my defining moment? What if I 10x my defining moment too? Right, that's that's be the terminology here. Because the defining moment was already 10x, but what if I what if I like made that even more massive? What if I said I want $10 billion and move that to $100 billion. What's 10 times 10, Grace? 10 times 10 is 100. That's where that number comes from. I said, what if I say, I said, I should go out there and get $100 billion and just go for it. Write a plan, go for it, go. Let's keep going because I ain't know when they're done. So I realized I was making a whole bunch of states, mistakes. I knew that my sights were too low. But you know what I realized? I started looking at what Grant Cardone was spending versus what I was spending. And I started realizing something, Monica. I started realizing. And this took years. Because when I found Grant Cardone, he wasn't the Grant Cardone y'all know. Right? I mean, he was. He still had a blue check by his name. But you understand, not, not the way, you know, not the whole 10x4 and all that stuff. And I said, man, interesting. You know how much money this man has spent this year to prove to people he's a big deal? And I thought about it. I think we underestimate how much money it's going to cost for our ideas to catch on. It took Pam Norris $1.4 million just to prove to people Ice Buddy exists. Not that they need Ice Buddy but that it's something that they should at least know exists. It's going to cost another three to seven million just for them to be convinced they should order from it. And who knows how much it's going to cost for people to stop thinking about Igloo and start thinking about Ice Buddy. And it's going to cost billions of dollars for when you think female, you think Ice Buddy and not female. Yeah, you can't pray your way to success. Ooh-wee. I got some of y'all. Uh-uh. Ain't how it work. That's not the full battle. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm feeling a little resistance. Hold on. Let me go ahead and stretch that. Jesus didn't pray for, for, for y'all to get it. Go ahead, Grace. You said you underestimated how much money it takes to... How much money it takes for you to be a big deal. It costs a lot of money. Uh, Jesus didn't pray for your salvation. No. Uh-uh. Why y'all do that to yourselves? According to your faith, he still had to continue walking to that cross. Oh, don't fool me now. Prayer was one thing. But when you know Jerusalem is where you're going to die at. And you keep going towards there. That's called massive action to me. I don't need, I'm not even trying to make your faith make sense. I'm just trying to tell you that that's massive action. That ain't got nothing to do with prayer. Because you let, let me fool around be Jesus. Wouldn't even be no New Testament. <laughs> I'm not dying for none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you say the same thing if it was you. Don't even lie. 
Because <laughs> if it wasn't, you'd have been Jesus and you'd have died. You understand what I'm saying? All that stuff. Listen, I know for sure that I would have said, first off, the first, the first moment one of them would have hit me, I'd be like, you know what? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Done for. And I'd have called all the fire down, all that stuff. And I'd be like, you see me? Don't play me like that. How many of you know what I'm talking about? See, I'm just the one that's going to admit it. How many of you don't like to be embarrassed publicly? Don't fool me now. All right. That was some major publicly embarrassment. You don't have to do me like that. I come from the old school. <laughs> Only old school folk would understand what I'm going to say. You pinch the tit, that's what we have in the circus. You starting this though, we're going to finish it in this store. I'm done. Don't worry about me. No, I ain't talking to everybody. <laughs> Some of y'all are so peaceful. You understand what I'm saying, though. You understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Let your kids act up in that store and start kicking all around and screaming and embarrassing you. Oh, okay, then. So, all right. So, I ain't too far off. <laughs> I ain't too far off. All right. Some more lessons. <clears throat> Reading 10X was the first time ever in my life. He has this thing. It's something. It's, I'm not going to say it right. But he says success is your duty, your responsibility, and your moral obligation or something like that. That's it. That's it right there. It's the first time I ever realized I got a right. No, 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 no. I don't have a right. I'm not living. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is Mexit news properly if i'm not successful it's the first time i ever realized that yeah real talk that's what grand cardone's saying like, you don't do your kids no good loser you don't you don't help your kids at all with no losing legacy you don't you, you don't. Some of y'all, how many of you want to help battered women? How many of you want to help battered women or homeless people? You want to start some shelters or something. It's, it's always two or three people with bleeding hearts like that. All right, I got three with their hands up. You can't do that broke. It's going to be a lot of homeless people that's going to die homeless until you get rich. 
And it's the first time I realized that. I said, man, if I don't go get this money, it's going to be a lot of people going to suffer because I was too selfish to be rich. If I don't go get this money, it's going to be a whole lot of people die because I was too selfish to go get rich. Selfish. Because the way to wealth is to serve. The way to be self-employed and look good is to do everything yourself. I'll say it again for you, Grace. The way to wealth is to serve. But the way to look good and get all the credit, that's self-employed. That's that S quadrant. Yeah, I remember that from the other day. Yeah, I'll do it. Give me all the credit. You understand? All right. A few more from this section. Let's just say it also taught me not to even worry about conversion rates, which I brought up earlier. Now, moving on to a different section. Antonio, how can I raise capital for my business? Anybody want to know that? Anybody? No? Anybody? Antonio, how can I raise capital for my business? Who needs more money for their business so you can do what you need to do? Let me, Steve got his hand up. Anybody? All right. Let me. Who needs more money? Okay. <laughs> Michelle put feet and everything up. <laughs> who needs more money? Period. How about that? That's what Tempest would have said. I just need more money. Period. That's what she would have said. Okay. How to raise more capital. That's the name of this section right here. Tempest put me, all caps. How to raise more capital. The first thing you need to do is have your small idea. You need to bootstrap it. This is what that means. That means you don't need to pay nobody to get this off. Too many of y'all are looking for investors. Too many of you are looking for investors. You need to find the cheapest way to build your new invention. Because if you want to sell, I'm going to buy from the company that has the biggest profit margin. I think it costs Elon Musk $70 million to send a rocket to the moon. It's $700 billion for the next government to send it. This is why, listen, don't let them fool y'all into politics. The reason why NASA just struck a contract with Elon Musk in which they did not like him. As a matter of fact, most of, his, most of the astronauts had a major problem with him, what he was trying to do. Private ex private space exploration is frowned upon. But it takes him $70 million to launch a rocket. It takes him $700 billion. He who spends the most money for a customer wins. What's $70 million? What's $700 billion minus $70 million, Grace? It's, it's, it's still $699 billion something, ain't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. He got $699 billion something to spend on getting a customer. And that's what he did. NASA, you want to want to be our customer? 
That's deep. That's deep. All right. Bootstrapping. You use your money to start your business. Stop trying to go get investors. Figure out the cheapest way to do things. That's what you do. Cheapest way to do things. I didn't say make cheap products. I didn't say put out trash content. I said be better than everybody else at a fraction of what they spend to be that good. I, I really don't have to say nothing else about raising capital. As a matter of fact, somebody should be saying, well, I don't know how you're going to top that because that is exactly how you're. Somebody smart enough said, well, well, if I am better than everybody else at a fraction of the cost, I don't need to learn how to raise capital. You just taught me. And strangely enough, I still got more brilliant things to say on this subject. Number two. Let's say, in fact, let's change all these to questions. We'll change all these to questions. We're gonna flip, I'm going to flip the way I'm doing this here. So number one, we're going to say the question is, do I need to raise money? How about that? Everything I just said is a question, do I need to raise money? Now, recopy and paste that under that, Grace. That's how we're going to do it. Do I need to raise money? Number two, you're going to say, all right, all right, Antonio, I got you. I hear you. Well, how would you make the business I did work, Antonio, if you didn't have to raise money? Who would ask me that question? Anybody? Am I just anticipating this incorrectly? All right, I hear you, Antonio, but how would you do it then? How would you do it? All right, here you go. I would I would get a product that I can sell for inexpensive price. I would make sure it costs me nothing to manufacture or a penny or something. And I would sell as many of those as I can. And I would not touch that money until it pays off all the expenses in the company forever. Next question you may ask. All right, Tony, I got it. So how will you use the business then? How are you going to use the money in the business? I hear you. All right, then. You probably want to know. Antonio, I want to give $100,000 to you. How are you going to use it? All right, well. First thing I would do is I'd find me some crazy people to follow me. <clears throat> And I say, crazy people, this is what I need you to do. I need you to trust what we're going for a second. We're going to build some stuff. And in the building some stuff, we're going to get you our equity and all that stuff. But we need to use this $100,000 not for us. We need to use this $100,000 to get to $10 million a month. Am I still here, Grace? Did they still sit here? You're still here. Can you put that to where I can... Tell the crazy people. <laughs> I'm gonna find me some crazy folk yeah. who who willing to not spend the money of the company. See, when you get a hundred thousand dollars and want to start your business, if you're not careful, Michelle will have all her friends say, "Split that money with us." <clears throat> How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? 
what's my salary? How much you paying us? Yeah, yeah, we can't do that right now. <clears throat> I'm assuming that you just started your business. Or you asked, I'm answering the question. We can't do that right now. What we're going to do is we're going to work together. We're going to spend all this money, and we're going to get back $10 million a month. And with every sale, we will all take a percentage of this money. And from there, the more we do as a collective, the more we get back. If one of you don't work because you have to do something else, it's okay because you're still going to get paid anyway because we're all here together. <clears throat> That's how we built ATS. We struggled. All right, Antonio. Well, hmm. but I ain't really trying to hear all that, though. I want to raise some money. <laughs> you know, it's always two or three of them, Grace. So who, I feel you. But God told me, all right, I got you. I understand. <laughs> I, I know I'm going to lose that argument. All right, I got you. As soon as you start talking like that, I know it's over. Well, who can I raise money from? No worries. Family member, friend, mentor, anything like that. All right, well, who should I give control of my business to? Nobody. Nobody. But I don't know how to do everything. All right, well, you get control of that department to them. I'm good at finances. Are you good at execution? No, get you an executioner. Are you good at administration? No, get you, a, get you an administrator. Makes sense. Makes sense. Then, all right, so, so how do I know if my business is going to work? All right, is your business idea unique? I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know if it's unique, I don't know if it's going to work. No, nah, it's unique, man. We found we found out a new way to do a thing. Okay. Good. Well, I got a travel agency. All right. Have you found the unique way to stand out? Kind of. Okay. Well, you kind of going to be successful. <laughs> oh, no. I just hooked up with Antonio. Okay, then. Well, you, you, you increase your odds. It's all good. You, you increase your odds, right? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You got to figure out a way to do separate things separate ways. And then lastly, <clears throat> I Antonio. Gosh darn it. Should I sell my company or not? And if you're building a company to sell it, I'm already afraid of you. I already don't want to work with you. <clears throat> That doesn't mean that this is the wrong strategy. You just tell me that you're not the CEO I'm looking for, unless you're 55 or something. Oh, well, then I, I got it. Okay, Steve is just trying to cash out. I get it. How much we how much we cash now, Steve? Well, I want to do a $10 million exit. All right. I'm just asking for 500000 Okay, that's even better. Grace, if I get to get $5 million, off of $500,000, what's that return on investment? Yeah. It's ridiculous, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's near impossible. Near impossible. All right. Any questions so far? And you should have a lot of them. Grace, we'll start off with you. Not about what I taught, about all 10 days or whatever the heck it was. All of it. Got more, but I plan to leave the rest of this for Q&A.
Anybody got questions? Oh, you, you, you've done well, sir. I understand. Anybody thinking about their business and have a question that you want me to answer? Your career choice. I'm about to apply for a job. Should I use my business experience? Pam Norris? I just, I just think it's important everybody understand if you have a business you better have a will you you need to have made plans for your company if you are making income having income if you want something done with it i've seen too many business owners start businesses and get so caught up in starting it they forgot that that business is going to continue to make money and they haven't made any accounting for it in terms of who's supposed to get that money and what's to happen? I mean, everything from a succession plan for if you want your business to continue to who, who's supposed to get your assets, the, the, the cash assets out of your business. And so all I just really say is you need to have a lawyer, and, and Antonio is always telling us this, always. but from, from Jump Street with your company, you have to have legal counsel, not only for how to operate the business, but for how it impacts your, your personal finances and your um, uh, leaving assets and legacy for your family. All right. Well, I'm going to list this out for you. Thank you, Pam Norris. And then we're done. I'm going to give you three more sections. I've said this before a long time ago. I'm going to say it again. 17th, well, all right. Let's title this whole section as... Let's call all these things that are stopping you from being a millionaire. Is that valuable to y'all? Okay, good. If I can list out to you what I personally think is stopping you from being a millionaire, would Shaker find that valuable at 12 o'clock at night in India? Because that's what time it is over there. Jerome, would you find that valuable? Yes? Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Number one. You're doing things that are not worthy of the dollar amount that you desire. Tempest, if you don't feel like washing your clothes no more, don't do it. It's stopping you from your dreams. Hire a clothes washer or take them to the cleaners. Number two, don't be a victim in any part of your life. Any part of your life, any part of your life, any part of your life, everything is your fault. Number three, trying to save money instead of trying to make money. This doesn't make sense. Saving money ain't got nothing to do with making money. And making money is how you're going to be a millionaire. The last generation to ever save themselves to wealth was Susan's mom. That is over. It was over when Susan was born. If you grew up in the roaring 20s, you could have saved yourself some income, even after that. You ain't doing it anymore. It ain't happening. 
the world don't exist. As soon as they got rid of a gold standard, it was over for you. Over. Over. Just don't so work like that. Is uh -huh. trying to make trying to make money instead of trying to save money? Other way around. You need to stop saving money and start making money. Uh, okay. That means that wealthy people generate money. They don't earn money. All right, number four. You keep watching your competitors. I don't do nothing they doing. I don't even watch them at this point. I don't care. The people I watch are outside of my industry. I'm looking for all their good ideas, Michelle. I ain't looking for nothing else. Oh, that's how you got a thousand followers an hour. All right, then let me do that. Right? That's all I'm looking at. Because if you're always watching what your competition do, you got to wait for them to move, which makes you universally, scientifically, always a move behind. Number five, you don't move your phone while you're working. And Gerard's like, oh, my God, all right, you got me. <laughs> yeah. Every time I sit down and do work, my phone goes on the other side of the room. It's just natural for me at this point. It's natural. You learned that because you're smart. No, I'm not. I learned that because I went through bachelor's and a master's in a writing program to where I was tested by writing papers. And you cannot write 25,000 word papers, Michelle, while answering every zzz, zzz. Can't do it. You never get into that groove. <laughs> you never get to that groove. So I started then put it over there and I just stuck in me. Zzz, zzz. And then <laughs> you come by. Let me just check Facebook real quick. No, that is that is a trap. Facebook, I get lost on TikTok if TikTok still exists for y'all. Number six. Yeah, number six. Not having employees or paying them too poorly. Ooh, mm, 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 mm. Number seven. Staying mad at people who left you. Staying mad at people who left you. And Number eight. Yes, ma'am. That's a question. Okay, go ahead. Staying mad at people who left you. Does that kind of repeat with number two when you say don't be a victim in any part of your life because it's a, everything is my fault? Right. They both one and the same. Basically, there's a chapter in Thinking Girl Rich called The Power of Sex Transmutation. In this chapter, you're talking about the power of love and the energy of love. And when you are mad at people because they left, it puts you in the wrong vibration. This isn't even the point of being spiritual or philosophical or even using awareness. This is just to say that you only got 100% of energy a day, Shaker. And if you spend 99% of that energy mad at somebody, you spend 1% of that energy doing your job. 
I hear that? Every day, you, this is why the number, with the exception of being born with a handicap, the number one thing that will stop you from being a millionaire is the spouse you choose. With the exception of being born with a handicap, a physical handicap, the number one thing that will stop you is the spouse you choose. Wow. If you if you pay attention, man, if you pay attention, most of the mm-hmm, I gotta say, say this carefully. Say this carefully. My brain went ahead of my statement and I saw the reaction. Let me let me say it carefully. There are lots of Oprah and Statman relationships out there now. Amen. Let me say that. Let me just say it that way. See, because I say Oprah, everybody too mad at Oprah, so I can get away with it when I say that. Lots of that now. Lots of that. Because do you really need to be married? Mm. Mm. Right? That's what some people argue. And then, <laughs> hey, I'll just say this with Tempest. I can't help it. I sure hope she can hear me. This is this is so me being petty right now, Michelle. And you got them Will and Jada relationships. <laughs> I just said Tempest. <laughs> She been cutting up lately. All right. <laughs> Let me know if she drops something in the chat. I don't have my chat open. <laughs> she put the eye. Ah, <laughs> All right. Number eight, I believe. You spend too much time on social media and you don't make money from it. If you're going to spend time on social media, you make money from it. Yes. That's the only reason you feel on social media to make money. Number nine, you're not being productive in the office. <laughs> not being productive in the office. Don't worry about it. Just pack it up. Not being productive in the office. Number 10, not having an office. Me and Tempest used to struggle with this, y'all. This is too funny. We were, I forget what happened. I'm not sure if it was ice on the roads. So I don't know what it was. But so me and Tempest's first office was Starbucks, actually. We would meet. It wouldn't even halfway to be honest. I mean, maybe it was a halfway point. You typed, so H- you typed HBU and Starbucks. <laughs> oh, that was both of us. Sure, right. You know what? HBU. They need a donation from us as much as we built this company at HBU. They was our printer. <laughs> you know what? They are fully responsible for the beginning of this company, Pam Doors, because I use my student ID to get four cent copies every day of the week. <laughs> every day of the week. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I forgot all about that. And one day we just couldn't go. I was like, a, it was like a stretch for two weeks. I'm not sure what it was. I really want to say all the roads kept icing up in Houston. It was something like that. And then she not working right. I'm not working right because we realized. And if one day I just, I just wound up saying that. I said, man, I just can't work in the house. It's, I just, I'm not the same mindset. I gotta leave. It's like, 
I sit in the bed. I can't do that. Then I go in the living room, but I turn on the TV. I just can't. I got to get out of here. <laughs> and she went, oh, my God. And she went on this whole confession. Me, too. And we realized together we both are being crippled by working in the house. Now, you know, and this is before COVID, right? This is six, seven years before all that. Makes sense. Makes sense. Not having an office will cripple you. Not having an office. Number 11. Having too many meetings. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, 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 uh. I didn't say don't have no meetings. But having meetings for meetings for meetings for meetings for meetings is keeping y'all in preparation mode. Some of the meetings could be 15 minutes long, God dog. Some of the meetings could be emails or text message. <laughs> uh, Back to the uh, the office and mm-hmm. not having an office and how you, you the both of you couldn't work from home or whatever. Just say now she don't want to leave because she's trying to get all her money's worth. <laughs> no, that's right, child. I know that's right. I know that's right. Number 13, obviously you watch TV too much. Don't even got to explain that one. I won't even do it. Number 14, talking to friends during work hours. How many of you are smart enough to know that some of your friends is friends, but they're not good for your future? they just good for your friendship. Some of your friends is good, just not for your business. Not even for your future. They just good, Pam Norris. They just, you know, they high school buddies. They keep them right there. Don't even try to tell them about Ice Buddy. As soon as you tell them about Ice Buddy, they start saying some stuff that just, you know what, why did I even tell you? Some of y'all got friends you can't even tell good news to without them including themselves in your news. I'm done. I ain't gonna bother y'all. I ain't gonna bother because I let somebody if you look around at their wife and be like, you know what? He told me about you. Don't 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 do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. What number was I? What number was I on, Grace? Before that, was there was there a number twelve? Because you yeah, said- number twelve was not having any type of meetings. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I skipped number twelve. Number twelve was not even having any type of meetings. So eleven was having too many meetings. Number twelve was having no meetings. Because now you really messed over. Because now you ain't got no direction. One of the slick things I did, because we had, we had a meeting every morning. And COVID happened. And I got everybody at home. And I said, Pandora, they not doing nothing. They ain't doing nothing. One day, and let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened, Shaker. I called. I called Grace. It's 9.45. I got the, hello. Now, no, wait a damn minute now. Okay. Now we're not gonna be waking up at 945. <laughs> so I said and Grace is Mrs. Punctual. If you ever want somebody to do something 100 percent of the time without fail, it is Grace. And when Grace waking up at 945, I say, yeah, I know everybody else slipping. <laughs> I know everybody else slipping. Because the one who don't never slip is slipping. <laughs> Murder she wrote goes off at 2 a.m. <laughs> is that what that is? Is that okay? That makes sense. That makes sense now. 
That makes sense. That makes plenty of sense. I know. And that's why I brought the meetings back. And I said, I'm open up to the public since I got to do it from home. Yeah, that was a real slick side. I had two purposes. I wanted to help people, but I needed them back working, Pam Norris. Needed them back working. That was number 12. Number 13 is watching TV. Number 14 is talking to friends during work hours. Number 15 is not having work hours. Yep. Yep. Number 16, not having a big net to catch sales. We just had a meeting about our big net. Number 17, not reading books to take you to the next level. All right, so inside this big section, whatever I said, I forget what I call it was. It was like, why are you not being a millionaire, something like that? Here's 12 more things. I'm going to give it to you in rapid succession. You don't like rich people, but you mean self. How are you going to try to become something you don't like? That's a vibrational issue. If you still think gaining the world is going to make you lose your soul, you're not going to gain the world. If you still think it is richer for uh, a camel to get through the eye of the needle than for a rich man to end in, you understand? You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. Here's how you, here's the secret test if you don't like rich people. The next time you see an exotic car, someone doing something exotic, I want you to watch your reaction, that secret reaction. And if you go, ah, I just wouldn't have did that. You don't like rich people. And you are holding back your money. If you look at a celebrity doing something celebrity, and you got something bad to say about it, like they made a bad decision with their prosperity, you don't like rich people. Number two. Remember I told y'all this is my list? This is what I think. All right, this is number two is a very Antonio T. Smith Jr. answer. Grace, your religious teachers taught you poverty is holy. I know mine did. My pastor made me think if I ever made money, God was going to hate me. That's a lie from the pit of hell. That's the Bible is full of wealthy scriptures, and poverty is a sin. And it says that. Oh, that's right. Well, you got you a good pastor. As for me and mine, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't lying. I ain't lying. Said, and, and then and they will quote me: "The meek, the poor shall inherit the earth." Now get the. And it made me learn the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, 3 through 12, just so I can keep that in my, I ain't lying, I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm serious. It said you need to be meek. Be meek. Meek and humble. You know, you, you're in the South, you say humble. You don't say humble. Meek and humble. Be meek and humble. Be poor and you'll inherit the earth. Tell him. No, no, that wasn't K Dub. No, 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 no. That was that was spiritual true over there. That's what that was. That's what that was. Yes. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Explains a lot, doesn't it? 
explains a lot. Explains a lot. Number three, you think rich people are special. This I get this all the time. Oh my God. I wish I could tell y'all how many people use me as an excuse for them not to perform well. But it was easy for you. No, it wasn't. Whatever gift and talent shaker that I have to make things look easy, please know that is part of my charisma. That is not what actually happened on planet Earth. I read those books. They haven't read the richest man in the trash can. <laughs> man. Like, man, I, I can't. <laughs> it used to be as an excuse all the I can't, time. I can't What's believe up? they still say that it was easy for you, Antonio. Yes. When they look at you, when they meet you. And get mad at me. Now these this is this tip this is typically people who 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 are close to me or something like that, right? It's typically that that kind of stuff. Without realizing what you've gone through. That's right. Without That's even right. attempting to or making an effort to attempt to, to, to understand what you've gone through. Oh, first off, you want people to take responsibility. Now you you already messed up. You, you you're asking them to take responsibility. That's too much energy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too much energy. I'm no, seriously like you look at rich people and think they were born that way. You look at Lisa Nichols and say, "Okay, well, you were lucky." Really? Really? Because there is absolutely nothing special about Jeff Bezos. Hey, look at him. I think he's the most brilliant businessman alive. But there's nothing special about Jeff Bezos. That's a regular dude. If I put on some music, I expect him to dance the way I think he dances. <laughs> I just love right now that you brought up like one of my favorite speakers. And you reference dance. <laughs> this whole conversation is excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Timmy say Jeff Bezos will be jumping the point. <laughs> no, serious. Like, seriously, no. No, there's nothing special about that man. He just earned himself to being the best businessman on planet Earth. And I can't wait to meet him. He's not, he's not spe- he ain't gonna, he, he's not gonna let you tell you he's special. Let's see, what number was I had, Grace? <laughs> number four, you are committed to being entertained and not educated. And that's everybody. That's why I watch the news so doggone much. The news is entertainment disguised as information. If you want to be poor, watch the news from mainstream media news sources. They all are owned by six corporations. They all have an agenda. They all want Reese entertained because Reese is far more profitable to her government entertained and not educated. How many of y'all want to govern 323 million people with individual ideas and that are woke. None of you. 
Hey. <laughs> hey, think about that. The first thing that you would want to do is you would say, I need to put them so they can think alike so I can at least anticipate what they're doing. It's, remember, y'all, it's called television what, Grace? Television pro Oh, program. Yeah, because they're programming you. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. They're programming you. That's what it is. All right, number five. People make you feel guilty all the time. I just had to have this conversation with Grace. Grace had to, she had to take a deep breath and go, you know what, you're right. Uh-huh. If one of your big cousins call you and make you feel bad, you ain't going to be no millionaire. If you can't take negative comments and trolls on your social media pages, you're not going to be no millionaire. If I can still make you feel guilty, if I walk into a room and your armpits start sweating and your stomach drop to your feet or up in your throat, you're giving people way too much power and you're not going to be a millionaire. As far as I'm concerned, that's the best thing I said all day. Number six, you care too much about what other people think. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All my empaths and perfectionists. Tony, yes, sir. Is that, is that where you answered or responded to one of our participants? I think yesterday somebody was talking about, I'm not sure who it was, but somebody was talking about balance. You said you should not have balance. Is this, is this where it resonates with all of that? Absolutely. What do you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. That was error. No balance. No balance. If me and Reese is roommates, if I'm learning Greek, Reese learning Greek. If she's cycling, I'm cycling. Ain't no balance. This one house will be chasing prosperity, or you can't be my roommate. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because I don't feel like tiptoeing around because I want to work out and take care of my health. <laughs> Go ahead, Reese. <laughs> You muted yourself back. There you go. Oh, that that was an accident. Anybody mm -hmm. got no time to be tiptoeing around? That's why Michelle said the next one. Let me pop her up. The next one that come by. The next one God seeing. <laughs> Gonna do business with me. Hmm. You gonna be filing some paperwork or something, and catching these deals out there in the streets, getting clients. <laughs> I'm serious. That's how it has to be. That's how it has to be. That's how it has to be. Good stuff. Number what one, Grace? Seven. Oh, no, I did seven. Let me see. You said six was you care too much about what people think. You're right. Number seven. Don't don't, don't be correcting me now. I'm just joking. Number seven, you don't care enough about what the right people think. Now, that's a big one. Stop caring about what people think, but there's a few right people. There's only like two of them. Pam Norris goes, I want it done this way. 
And her engineer says, okay, I could do that. But we're going to have to re-modify some and say some nerd stuff Pam Norris don't know nothing about. And Pam goes, nope. Now she's not caring about what the right people think. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> don't make an engineering change to be like, no, I know better than you. It's what I, I call it around here. And, uh, there's a way to do that without being rude. I call it politely telling people to STFU. Mm -hmm. It goes like this here. Pam Norris says, uh, no, engineer says, well, no, we shouldn't. Well, no, 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 I get it, I get it, but that's, can you just politely STFU, please? Y'all know what that means, right? It's internet language. Nobody don't know me. Shut the F you. <laughs> Blake up. Okay. Yeah. I know, I know, I, I know Tippers, but listen. All right. Can you just politely shh? That's what that is. That's what I call it around here. Because that's exactly what that is. I had something to say. You're talking, and I'm trying to be nice. But if you can please reasonably take a tall glass of this kind of set it up water, that would be great for me. Okay, is what you're doing. <laughs> okay. Number eight, you're still living the life your parents wanted you to live, and most of the people still doing this are 30 plus. Yes. Yes. Number eight is you're still living the life your parents want you to live. <sighs> and I know all y'all. I'm looking at some of you still doing it today. I'm going to let you make it, though. I'm going to move on. Number nine, you're still trying to prove to your dead parents how smart you are, perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Your parents long and gone. You still being a perfectionist. <laughs> I hear you there laughing, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Timber said, okay, Metro. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> You say, your daddy dead. You can do what you want. Like that. <laughs> yeah. That's Shannon's son. <laughs> oh, boy. Kids will tell the truth. <laughs> Number 10. You're too loyal to traditions. Pam Norris, just because something worked for Ice Buddy last year does not mean you need to stay loyal to that this year. And if COVID-19 ain't taught y'all nothing, stuff has changed. It's changed. And you might want to stop being loyal to stuff that used to be. Number 11, you are an expert at making excuses. I'm not going to explain that because nobody here really has that problem. But number 12, ooh, I got to get you out of that face. Ooh, you ain't too friendly. Yep, some of y'all businesses are held back because you're not friendly. And you're probably not going to be friendly. So you need to hire you a friendly number two. Tempest knows. She knows somebody that I tried to lift up. And she just wasn't likable. Two. That's right. Two of them. Just wasn't likable. 
And I lost a whole lot of money. Because they just wasn't likable. This is what it is. It is what it is. So nobody likes to work with somebody that they can't stand. All right, last section. Just seven of them. Signs you're going to be successful. I did a whole YouTube video on it. But I want to give it to you Give it to you here as a good bow on all this stuff. Number one, you're crazy competitive. Crazy, wazy, azy competitive. Super duper. All you do is compete. Obsessive people win. Number two, you always finish whatever you start. Ooh, I just lost half my crowd. <clears throat> Some of y'all would be great pianists right now if you just finished those piano lessons your mama had you in. Look, look. Oh. Nope. <laughs> you, you and Diana. <laughs> and if I ask you, look, they, Grace and Diana be in the orchestra right now. <laughs> the Houston Symphony. <laughs> Houston Symphony, right now. Right now, they'd be in the Houston Symphony, Pam Norris. But no, they want to stop. <laughs> <laughs> they want to stop. Yeah. Oh, hold on, y'all. I forgot something. <laughs> I unplugged my... <laughs> I unplugged my headphone by accident. <laughs> Here we go. I forgot when I unplugged this thing, it was going to unplug in my wireless headphones, too. <laughs> Here you go. Now, the next one. You are the poorest person in your circle. Good job, Jerron. You're the poorest person in your circle. It's a pretty good sign you're going to be successful. Number four. Your brain never stops improving your business or your life. Pam Norris and Satish and Shaker and Steve, they crazy as hell. They, Satish, I mean, Shaker, tell him what time it is over there. Crazy, he's a nut. It's 12.21. A.M. <laughs> oh, Tuesdays, Perry Bells be up at three in the morning. And Satish is up right now, taking notes, and will be right back in three hours because he's crazy as hell. So when we tell y'all Shaker and Satish got three mornings, we mean that. Two of our mornings and one of their mornings. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, basically, crazy as hell. But that's how you know they're going to be successful. Because they never stop doing what's going to improve their business or improve their life. Pam Norris can't even keep a notepad empty no more. Just full of notepads. She got notepads. <laughs> At this point, she look around the office. Now, what notepad was that in that if I wanted to get me a market? Look at it. <laughs> She got notepads running her business. You, but that's the good. You find the right, find the right person that's gonna give away everything. You got a notepad to run your whole business. Sure will. Sure will. Number five. Credible people are saying you're going places. If you keep getting enough 
of Lisa Nichols to tell you, you the next Lisa Nichols, you're going somewhere. If Tony Robbins start telling Reese, you remind me of Abraham Hicks. Look at dog at Reese, you going somewhere. ain't enough for people to tell you you're doing something. Let credible people tell you you're doing something. Then you're doing something. Does that make sense now? Number six, you never stop learning. That's different. <clears throat> That's different than number four. Number four, Pam Norris, Shaker, and Satish, and Steve, and it's, it's, it's almost, what time is it over there, Steve? Eight something. Eight seventeen. Whatever you said. What'd you say? It's seven fifty. Oh, seven fifty three. Seven fifty three. And he was on the morning meeting. So that mean it was like I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> way too damn early. <laughs> way too early. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But these people, they brain. They literally say, at some point, their brain says, just take off. Just, 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 just take off. Just don't, don't log in. And they sit down, and they big brain go, you better get yourself up. <laughs> get yourself up. <laughs> and little brain be like, Steve, just relax. And Steve, he know how to screen record. Steve can screen record this whole thing. He can't. His big brain be like, get up. All right, shit. Right? <laughs> and by the time they end, they go, all right, that was worth it, but I'm tired now. You understand? Crazy as hell. But this is people that's going to be successful. And last one, you are crazy, obsessed, and intense. And everybody listening to me, all y'all are crazy. And you know it. I know all of you. You're crazy. Pam knows how many times they told you, go get a real job. Many to count. <laughs> Satish, go get a real job. You know what? And then, see, they, 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 they hear Satish something different. You know, a man is supposed to, and I don't know what they're going to say in India. I, I know what they're going to say in the black culture. I have no idea what they're going to say in the Indian culture. But they give him plenty of the, the man is supposed to talks. You understand. And the only way to pull this off is you just got to be so crazy, so intense, that even your empathy is intense. Right? It's gentle, but you got way more empathy than most empaths. Yeah, that's all y'all. That's the end of all this. Give yourself a round of applause. Come on, that was rough. All these days. And we almost done with the OBA challenge, being halfway through. Without further ado, you can't plan better. You can dominate. All right, everybody. Take y'all a two-minute nap, and we'll see you at 5 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, have a good one. Hey, everybody. My name is Monica, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I became a part of the ATS Business University. Um, I actually have my own construction company called Women's Touch Construction as well as I'm a real estate investor when it comes to residential properties. Well, 
COVID hit in February, and as you guys know, with the pandemic, a lot of things got put on pause. So my construction company got put on hold. Um, I just bought two houses at one time in February, and I was having a hard time finding tenants. So I had basically three vacant homes at one time and no income because my construction company was put on hold. So I started going online, looking around. I found Antonio, reached out to him, and kind of told him my situation about what was going on. We talked about strengths, weaknesses. He got me involved in uh, some of the courses. And as I was taking those courses, I realized how much I actually learned. So I initially went directly to the real estate courses because that's my passion as an investor. And the good thing about those courses that I learned is you learn different things from what you hear from your friends that are realtors. It's from an investor point of view and it's from a broker's point of view. So I was able to learn a lot about that. Um, after those courses, I got into some of the self-help courses um, that also helped me grow as a person. So the good news is there's something for everyone. So depending on what your passion is, whatever you're trying to do, there's a course for you. Uh, the other thing was I'm starting a podcast. I always said I would never start a podcast and now I'm starting a podcast because one of the courses that I was watching was on podcasting and they're very specific on the steps to take to have a successful podcast. A podcast is going to bring you income, not just um, for fun, basically, because I'm always looking for other streams of income, not just to do things for fun. So I highly recommend these courses get involved. I guarantee there's something for everyone. It doesn't matter what your passion is, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish in life. Just get involved. The ATS community itself, when I did get involved, everybody's so positive. They help each other. There's a lot of group economics that goes on within ATS as well. So if you do have a product or a company, you can always promote that within ATS and, and so grow your audience that way and grow your clientele that way. So I'm here to tell you I'm doing it. I'm going through it right now. I'm growing every single day. Um, Antonio's very hands-on as well. So if there's something you need, he'll hop on a call with you as long as you schedule it ahead of time. Um, there's a lot of hands-on help through ATS. So just take it from me. Try it out. I promise you will not regret it. We're all here to help. We're all gonna hold your hand through this process and um, let's go make money together. Hello, my name is Vastine East. Vastine East, a happy man. I'm now a member, a proud member of the ATS University. I took a journey to get here, a unique journey. What I'm holding in my left arm is a set of drawings spent hours on a team with other men and women to design petrochemical plants, offshore drilling facilities, drawings, all arrived from a desire to create something unique in the world to serve mankind. And I'm proud that I was once part of that team, a team of intelligent, brilliant people. In my arm, 
These drawings represent hours of toil and sweat. These drawings represent school, high school, college. These drawings represent coming in to an industry where I earn, oh, a decent living towards the end. But regardless, at the end of all of these drawings, and the reason why I'm holding these drawings right now is to compare what I had to do in order to achieve the successes that I'd enjoyed in civil engineering as a designer. By joining the ATS University, Business University, I'm so fortunate now that at the end of the day, I go to sleep at night reassured that I'm now doing something for me, not just based on my abilities or my intelligence, but something that rewards my love, a love of speaking, a love of traveling, a love of sharing my art. These old drawings, they represent a lot of hard work. Once the drawings are finished, I was always blessed to have the client or my lead engineer come out and say, where are my drawings? And so doing, a little bit of me left every time the drawings left my drafting table or my computer. A little bit of me died. But I'm alive again with the ATS Business University. I'm able now to pursue at last a career in public speaking to inspire others like myself. Perhaps you didn't come from a background of engineering or whatever, but you came perhaps from whatever source or that earned you a living, a good living, I hope. But are you tired? Are you tired of the hustle and bustle of answering to other men's dreams? And that's what I have to say about the ATS Business University. It has allowed me to wake up and live my dreams. I'm thankful that I live long enough as a baby boomer, to leave this world knowing that I'll make a contribution not only in the past in engineering, but a moral compass has been redesigned for me to enjoy me, my gifts, my talents. I encourage anyone who is searching to find their place in the future is to link arms with the ATS Business University I'm happy I found it, and I'm most happy that I was accepted. The ATS Business University, where you can turn your blueprints into your dreams. I'm Vastine East. Join the ATS family and live life in full bloom. Abundance. Blossom. Gratitude. Engagement. ATS, to me, is total transparency. This is Jerome Red. And you know, I'm loving it. Woo! Oh, I'm loving it. Future. My future is bright with ATS. Hi, I'm Dr. Sugar Trask, and I am with ATS University. Pioneer community. Break it down. Let me just share with you what break it down means to me and what ATS does with breaking it down. Attention. ATS got you. That's all I can say. They make it so simple. You feel it? Hi, everybody. This is Jerry reminding you that you can cultivate an attitude of gratitude. I'm telling you, no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, what your value system is, what religion you are, 
as long as you speak enough English to understand what's going on, you will be welcome with open arms. With open arms. Ooh, I'm feeling that. Come on, possibilities. With ATS, your possibilities are endless. Vanguard. Reality. ATS is universe of knowledge. Crazy. <laughs> I would often pray to God to please send me a mentor. A mentor that can guide me, a mentor that can give me a road map. Actionable is information that allows action to be taken. ATS Junior Business University is actionable. You don't have to be crazy to be here, but it helps. Hello. <laughs> Here's every single thing that you're going to get. And I mean everything you're going to get, plus we'll add more. Right, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to give you $30,000 worth of courses, worth of value, worth of sharing my screen, showing you how I built my company, and all that kind of stuff like that. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pull back the curtains, and every single morning I have a meeting in which we show and we actually run this company and how we do things. And in this meeting, we're going to give you the daily business, money, and marketing team meetings. All these tips, you're going to get instant access to how a nine-figure company stays successful. You're going to learn how to structure your morning meetings with your company. You're going to learn why daily team meetings are important and to the success of your company. You're going to learn tips and strategies and all sorts more. That's $30,000 right there. Then I'm going to teach you real estate investment trading. That's it. Another $20,000 is going to grow every single month on just real estate investment so you can get what you need and i mean everything from real estate investment and i want to give you an, an, a leadership class because right what's the point of leading people if you don't know how to lead or what's the point of leading people if you're not going to continue to lead that's a fifteen thousand dollar value this class is long and it also grows every single month it's kind of like Netflix, right? Every single time that you decide to do something, it's every single time we give you more value and let that value in your doing something grow every single month. Then what I want to do, I'm going to give you a business accelerator. Now, this is where we take your business from five figures to six figures, six figures to seven figures, eight figures to nine figures, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to learn how to leverage the knowledge of, of myself and my my friends and my millionaire friends and my billionaire friends you're gonna learn credit hacks you're gonna do all this stuff that's a five thousand dollar value that we're gonna give to you immediately then we're gonna teach you branding and cash flow cash flow is king cash makes you a slave cash flow is king that'll make you royalty that's an extra thirty five hundred dollars plenty of things there. You're going to learn what branding is, what branding is not, but most importantly, you're going to learn how to generate money, not just make money. Then you're going to get law of attraction. That's another $3,500. Overcome a low self-esteem, $999. Retraining your subconscious mind, $999. Then we're going to give you a full capability for you to make money with us, a full back office, a back office suite. You're going to have access to your back office. You're going to be able to see who joins your success team. You're going to be able to track your money, put inside your back office all the stuff that you need to be successful, and we're not going to charge you a dime. There's no monthly fee for that. That's another, that's another $999. And we're going to give you your own website. You're going to get your own website. Not going to charge you for that either. 
so you can have the opportunity to make money with us. Essentially, we're going to help you build your own sales funnel, a whole template, and you're going to be able to dominate from there. This is a total value of $80,489. Plus, if you put in your address, we will give you a free book from the richest man in the trash can himself, me, that would teach you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. I sure hope you're ready right now because in the domination of all things, click that link below because now is your time to dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture and there are so many different things that you can do this summer as a matter of fact you can free up as much time as you want to but if you're not using zip recruiter you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people so what is zip recruiter what is probably the greatest job finder that's out there and that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony.
of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.